Welcome back to another episode of the Carefree Black Girl Diaries, where we discuss various topics like pop culture, news, politics, and more. And as always, my name is Shakira, and I'm the host of this podcast. If you're new here, we welcome you to join our Carefree family by subscribing via whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast. And if you are already subscribed to our family, thank you for coming back. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate every time you all come back and give us feedback. And even if you don't give us feedback, just listening, it means the world to us. So thank you so much. Now, today, I am kind of in a somber mood, so I apologize in advance if you may hear that in my voice, but first and foremost, I want to send condolences and just thoughts out to everyone. I don't even want to say everyone involved because I feel like we're at a point right now where so many people are hurting, even if we are not directly connected to people that are victims of these senseless acts of violence that are happening right now. As you all know, the shooting in Thousand Oaks, California, where the guy killed 12 people that were out enjoying themselves like a night out on the town, like many of us do. And then the guy who killed the people that were worshiping in their synagogue. And it's just, it's a lot, y'all. It's a lot, and it gets very heavy sometimes for me and a lot of people I know, but it's a difficult time, but I think that now is the best time, if not, you know, I hate to say the best time, but it's the most opportune time for us as humans to be there for one another, and I feel like that's so cliche, but it's just so true. We need each other more than ever, and after all of these things that have been going on, now I've been talking to people more than I've ever talked to them about like my feelings and my emotions and how I feel about certain things. Um, and I just realized all of us are hurting. You know, I've talked to people at work. I've talked to people at school, people in stores, people that I'm standing behind in line and we're all hurting behind these things that are going on. So I want you all to be safe, be careful, be cognizant and aware of your surroundings, wherever you may be. Just be very vigilant, and I pray that you be safe, you and your family and friends. And it's funny because, it's not funny, but when I went and saw um, A Star is Born, and I mentioned it in the last episode, and I started to say how... When I went there, I was the only person in the theater. And the entire movie, I couldn't help but look at the exits, the ways to get out of the theater. Because I just kept thinking, what if someone comes in here? There is no security. Which door can I go out of? What would I do? Could I hop behind this this row? Would I be safe behind this row? And it's just so sad that we have to think like that now. And there was a time where things would happen and I would just kind of shrug it off and just keep going like business as usual. But not anymore. Even in my hometown here, a guy went to a yoga studio, people minding their own business on a Friday, a yoga studio and went and shot people and killed people in the yoga studio. So it's just it's a lot and it's. It's a lot, but 
I don't want this to be like too heavy. I just want you all to be very safe. And I know that I'm not the only person that feels this way. So to anyone else who is struggling with carrying these things that just feel heavy because there's so much going on and then we have a 24-hour news cycle, I want you to know that you are not alone and you are not crazy for being bothered and being and feeling empathy for people and their families without knowing them. You are not alone. I feel it too. And we're going to make it through. I promise we'll make it through. Um, but we just have to figure out what we need to do as a people. One thing we have to start with is gun reform, but we'll we'll work on that. So last week, we talked about self-love and what that means to each of us as individuals. And I just wanted to bring that up because... If you haven't heard it, you can go and listen to it after this episode. But for those of you who have heard it, I hope that you have been thinking about what self-love means to you. And if you haven't been thinking about it, what are you waiting on? I want you to think about what self-love means to you because I want you to incorporate that into your routine now. Because we're getting ready to transition into a new year, which People always say new year, new me, new beginnings and everything like that. But just because other people say it and don't hold on to that doesn't mean that you can't. So you can start now. It's November. It's the end of 2018. Let's end this year on a high note so we can start 2019 with a bang. So be thinking about what self-love means to you because I want to know. And if you've already thought about what self-love means to you, send it to me. DM it to me tweet it to me however you want to do it or you can send us a message through the anchor app if you want to play it here on the podcast and let me know what self-love means to you now while I'm talking about love I want to talk about Michelle Obama because Michelle Obama is love to me I love her her new book becoming just came out today is Monday is Veterans Day happy Veterans Day to anyone who may have served if your father or uncle or aunt or mom served happy Veterans Day to them as well but today's Veterans Day and I got a text from Amazon saying that my book by Michelle Obama which is entitled becoming it shipped out this morning so I should get it sometime tomorrow and I'm so excited just to read it and get a more in-depth look at who she is as a woman because I feel like she was very transparent in being a first lady, but even in some excerpts I've seen from her book, it's even more so transparent now. She spoke about different things like her and Barack going to counseling, and she also spoke about um, problems that she was having with fertility and how she conceived Sasha and Malia through in vitro. And I mean, it's just amazing. And she said that she wanted to be open and honest about those things because a lot of women don't talk about them. So when they go through them and they experience them, they feel like they're alone, like they're by themselves because it's this thing that we don't talk about. And I've never had children, um, so I can't really relate But for those who can relate, maybe you should pick up a copy of her book. And also, big congrats to Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, who have their first child together, a daughter. So that's a blessing to them. 
childbirth is beautiful and starting a family is beautiful and creating life is beautiful. So I'm just happy for anyone who's able to do it. I'm not ready right now, but you know, I'm happy for anyone else who is ready and is ready to take that dive because that is a lifelong commitment that I am just not ready to commit to. Okay. I have commitment issues. I will admit that and I'm fine with that. I'm working on that, but that's a commitment I don't want right now. So now that we're a little bit updated, let's hop into our topic for this week, shall we? Today is all about risk. And today is about risk because about two weeks ago, maybe two to three weeks ago, no, it was about two, I went to church and it was a church I hadn't been to in a while, but um, the pastor, I cannot remember the exact title of the sermon, but it was about risk and what made my ears perk up when he said something was because he said that risk is defined as the intentional interaction with uncertainty. Now, for those of you who know me very well, who have been listening to this podcast for a while now, you know, I have a thing for definitions. I love words. I love to see what words mean because I feel like we use them a lot of words we use every day without really knowing the definition definition we just know like the context we commonly hear them in and commonly use them in so when he said that my ears perked up and I heard up typed it in my phone because I was like this is good I want to look this up on my own so keep in mind he said his definition that he found was risk being the intentional interaction with uncertainty So me looking it up myself, I went to Merriam-Webster first and foremost, and it breaks risk down into two different categories. So we know risk as being a noun, and we also know risk as being a verb. So the noun risk is defined as the possibility of loss or injury, and it is also defined as someone or something that creates or suggests a hazard. And then in verb form is defined as to expose to hazard or danger. And because we believe in using two sources here, we don't rely on just one definition. I head over to dictionary.com, typed in risk again, and I wanted to get the definition from a different source. And basically it was the same definition as opposed to one thing that was different. And that was under the definition for it being a verb, it says to venture upon, take, or run the chance of. Now, outside of that, the other definitions are basically the same as Merriam-Webster, but I thought that that was very interesting. That one, the verb saying to take or run the chance of or venture upon. So when I was in college, I majored in business administration, so a lot of times when I hear common business terms like the word risk, I automatically think of its partner in crime, which is return. Now, I know everyone did not go to a business school, and I know everyone is not like aware of risk and returns, so I thought that maybe I could teach, not teach you all, you know what I'm saying, but let you all know a little bit about how risk and return works in the business world. 
so we could really dive deeper into this topic. Now, when in business, when we're talking about risk and returns, we're typically talking about when it comes to investing, um, stocks, bonds, things like that. So keep in mind, investing, this is when we're talking about risk and returns. So risk means you have the possibility of losing some of something you own or all of your original investment. Whatever you put into it, you do run the chance of losing whatever it is, whatever that thing is that you put into it. Um, You do have a chance of risking that. So you have two different things here. You have low risk and you have high risk. And low risk, you have low levels of uncertainty. And when you have low levels of uncertainty, those things are correlated with low potential returns. Now, on the opposite end of that, with high potential returns, you have high levels of uncertainty. So those are high risk things. So basically, in layman's terms, the greater the reward or the greater the return you're expecting back means the higher investment you've placed into that thing so whatever it is that you're expecting to get back if you've put a little more than likely you're going to get a little and if you put a lot more than likely you're going to get a lot now that is i'm using this in life terms now i'm not saying go invest your money and go put a lot of money somewhere and be expecting a lot of money back that's completely different but i'm using this to kind of correlate with life things so you may be seeing where this episode is headed today it's all about risks and returns baby so risking things in order to get a better return on your investment or in this case your investment being your future goals your future dreams and aspirations whatever it may be are you willing to give up those things about yourself that are not great in order to become a better person And that is you risking those things about yourself, taking the time out to work on those things in order to get a better return on ultimately who you aim to become. So this is this is it. What are you willing to risk in order to get the best return on your investment, which is becoming the person that you want to be? So are you willing to risk those old habits Are you willing to wake up a little bit earlier or go to sleep a little bit later in order to practice something that you've been wanting to practice for a while or to exercise a little bit longer than you would have or to spend more time with your family and watch a show with them, even though you may be dead tired? Like, are you willing to make small changes and that's low risk? low risk changes in order to get a better outcome and one of the most dangerous things you can do as a person is not being able to see certain faults about yourself so you know those people that have things that are wrong with them but will not admit it to you or themselves that something is wrong or there's something that they need to improve that is a dangerous kind of person And just take time out to evaluate yourself and see if you're that kind of person. And it's okay if you are, but you have to be willing to change. So 
find different things about yourself and just kind of really take a deep dive on the inside and think about certain things. Think about how you talk to people or how you think about certain things. Are you speaking life and positivity into people's life or are you speaking negativity? Do you try to have something positive to say about certain situations or do you have something negative to say? Um, Just think about those things because a friend of mine, um, me and him were having a conversation this week, maybe yesterday, we were having a conversation and we were talking about how we go to work and they are, there are these people at our jobs who are just so negative and when they're negative, it makes you negative. So you don't want to be that person whenever you come around, people are like, oh, here she is again, or oh, here he is again. Don't be that person. Don't be it to other people and don't be that person to yourself. So start trying to practice speaking life and speaking positivity and thinking good thoughts. And it sounds so like sunshine and clouds, dandelions, everything's happy and fun over here, but it's honestly a practice. You have to get in the habit, habit here, of trying to become that person and trying to be positive. So whenever I have a negative thought, I try to instantly catch it and fight it off with the complete opposite, which is something positive. So think about that. And all of those things are helping you to become a better person at the end of the day. And that is just low risk. Those are little things that you can practice in order to get a high return on your investment, which is becoming a better person. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, no one wants to deal with a negative person, right? No one on this earth wants to deal with a negative Nancy. And with many things that we want to do in life, you have to work with other people. You have to be able to have a relationship with other people or a good rapport with other people. And you never want to be that person where your name comes up in the room and people are like, oh, no, I can't work with her. She has a terrible attitude or she has lazy work habits or she doesn't know how to talk to people. So all of those things, practice them day to day. You can practice them with your mom how do you speak to your mom or practice them with your friends or practice them with people that you just walk by day to day like speak smile say hi how are you doing all of those things are little things that you can do and practice every single day in order to become a better person and to become more aware of yourself and your surroundings and how you want to be now, all of those things are low risk, low risk things that you can do to get a, a a decent amount of return on your investment, which is yourself. But one high risk thing that you can do in order to become a better person is risking your relationships with people. Yeah, I know. I know it's hard. You probably did not want to hear that one, but it's true. Risking your relationships with certain people will give you a tremendous return on investment. You need to be able to evaluate your circle, I would say, about every six months. Every six months, just kind of sit back and think about who you've been speaking with, who you've been talking to. Do you have friends that you haven't been talking to? And see why. Like, I know me, I'm terrible with the phone, um, but when I do talk to you, we may talk for an hour, two hours, three hours, who knows. 
but I'm just really bad with phones. That's not an excuse because I need to do better with checking in on my friends. But, oh, I was going off on a tangent. I'm sorry. <laughs> Evaluating your circle. So really thinking about who you call a friend because not everyone is your friend at the end of the day and not everyone has um, your best interests at heart and not everyone wants to see you win. I know you've heard that probably several times, but that is the truth. Not everyone in your circle wants to see you win. If you are sharing good news with someone and something seems a little off about their response, if you're excited and you're sharing something with them and they kind of respond like, mm, oh yeah, that's good. And if you don't feel good after telling them, evaluate that person and really see if they are with you, with you. Because some people will say they're your friend just in case you do make it. Not because they're here for the grind right now, but they're just trying to hold on in case. And you don't want those just in case type friends where, mm, let me be her friend just in case whatever this dream or goal she has in mind works out. Just in case it works out and I can be able to say that I was there with her from the beginning no, you don't want those kind of friends. You need the kind of friends that whether you're having your highs or your lows, they are there regardless, cheering you on through them all. And they are the ones that are constantly in your ear. And you should be doing the same too now. It's not a one-way street. It's definitely two-way. But they're the ones that are constantly in your ear asking you, what's next? What's next? Okay, that's great. What are we doing next? And I am so blessed to have some people in my corner who will not just say, so what are you going to do now? They will say, so what do we need to do now? And it's just so amazing to have people like that on your team. So find you some friends that are like that. And if you don't have them, it's okay. It is okay it's definitely hard not having friends. I've been there. Um, sometimes you just want people to vent to. Sometimes you just want people um, for company reasons. And you just feel alone when you don't have people sometimes. But the more that you continue to pursue your dreams, the more you will encounter people who are like-minded, people who have the same visions or very similar visions as you and they want to get the same things accomplished. Now that's not to say that all of those people will be your friend, but more than likely nine times out of 10, there will be people there who are also on the same track that you're headed in. Um, why do you think when you see um, these different people out and about, a lot of them are connected from things that they do. So certain passions they have or certain fields and careers that they work in, they understand what you're going through because they've been there or they're going to go through it too. Sometimes I've seen so many people who are being held back just by the people that they are around, the people that they choose to associate with. And that's one thing that we have to realize as people that you choose your friends, you choose the people that you are associated with, and you choose the people that are pouring into you. And those people, you have to be very careful um, about who you allow to pour into your life and to 
um, be knowledgeable of your dreams and your aspirations because I know you all have seen plenty of times people that say they don't tell people anymore things that they dream about or things that they want to do just because it's so discouraging sometimes when you share certain things with friends. I'm using that in air quotes and they just aren't happy about it or they say, are you sure you want to do that? Or I don't really know how that's going to work. Those are the kind of people you don't need in your life. You do not need those people. And before you start thinking, because I just had the thought cross my head too. Well, Shakira, sometimes your friends are telling you that because they care about you. And what if the dream is outlandish? That is understandable. If my friend came to me today and said, you know what I want to do? I want to jump off this bridge because I want to make a world record. I'm going to say, are you crazy? <laughs> okay, are you crazy? Uh, so when I say watch like your friends and you want them to be able to support you, I mean in things that you are truly passionate about, not little things or those friends that whenever you want to make a bad decision, they're all for it. But then when you make want to make a positive change, they're like, Mm, they just aren't as happy about it. So those are the people that you need to start weeding out of your life and really like trying to see, does this person really care about what I have going on? Or does this person really want to see me evolve and become my best self? And if not, if the answer to that is no, they are not a great return on your investment, which means you need to get rid of them as soon as possible. And I think the highest risk that you can make in getting the best return on your investment is risking who you were or who you currently are to become who you were made to be. Now, in order to get to a higher level, you have to have a higher way of thinking and functioning. I've seen, I've witnessed so much growth in myself that last year I did not have, I did not think the same way as I think now, and I did not move the same way as I move now. Now I'm much more intentional with the things that I do and the things that I say, the ways that I move, where I go, where I don't go. I'm very intentional about those things. And just looking back, I see the growth and I see the difference now that the old person that I was I had to give that up in order to be who I am today and I'm not saying that I'm where I need to be I'm not saying that at all because preferably if I continue to evolve as a person next year when we're back here ending out our year I'm not going to be the same person next year as I am today because hopefully I will not grow so content that I would just be okay at the level that I'm at right now, that I would not want to risk who I am right now in order to become an even better version of myself. So when you're thinking about what you want to do, your dreams, aspiration, and goals, and I'm not speaking like just career-wise or anything like that, you can aspire to be a better community member. You can aspire to spend more time with your family. So anything it is that you are thinking about more seriously, think about the risk that you can make to get a higher return on whatever it is that you want to do. So the best 
one and the one that's going to take you the most time that I have realized is giving up who you are right now to be a better person and to become who it is ultimately that you want to be, your end goal, your ultimate idea of yourself. And that's just a quick little tidbit um, about risk and return, risking different things about yourself now in order to get a higher return on your investment, which is a better you. And I really want to have Jasmine come on here um, and talk about this. And that just crossed my mind. So I'm probably more than likely going to have Jasmine come on here and talk about this with me. Um, what has she risked in order to become a better version of herself? Because I really enjoyed when she came last season and we talked and me and Jazz will talk and talk and talk. We are soul sisters when we're together. But anyway, I'm going to have Jazz come on here so we can talk a little bit more about this. So if you have any questions, if you have any insight or anything you want to say, send them over to me so I can get them all down. And when I have her on to talk about it, we could dive a little bit deeper, okay? And I want you all to remember that all of these things that you are risking, um, your old habits and your old ways, risking old relationships with people that are no longer serving you a purpose and risking who you are right now to become who you want to be all of those things are definitely worth your return on investment giving those things up now is gonna be so worthwhile in order to see the person that you're meant to become and keep in mind that you are your greatest investment no one else on this earth can or will bet on you as hard as you bet on yourself so don't wait don't start tomorrow start right now thank you for listening and stay black and carefree and we'll see you next time in the next episode of the carefree black girl diaries bye guys